Welcome back to The Remote Life. My name is Han Talbot, also known as Han Meets World, and today we'll be chatting with Aline Daman. Originally from Germany, Aline is the co-founder of Nomad Soulmates, a Facebook group and now an app for digital nomads and remote workers to find love in whatever form that may be. In this episode, we talk about Nomad Soulmates and the release of the app, things to consider when dating as a nomad, and what finding happily ever after can look like while on the road. So grab a coffee, a tea, or something stronger, and let's get started. We are live on the Remote Life podcast. Welcome, Aline. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing really well. How are you? Yeah, doing good, doing good. So let's dive straight into it. Connect the dots for us. Uh, how did you begin your remote life journey and what brought you here today? Well, I started my digital nomads journey about seven, eight years ago. And I was myself a backpacker for three years before that. So technically, you could say I was 10 years on the road already. And in these three years, I really, there was no really, I was living for my savings. And it was the time for me to come back and kind of start university or training or whatever. But I didn't really feel any of that was right for me. And I couldn't really tell why. I had no other options also. So I applied to the training anyways. And during the time I got accepted for that training, I bumped into, it was a blog article from a German girl. And she talked about working online and traveling. It's like, oh my God, this is amazing. So it kind of opened up this whole world for me to do exactly that. And so, yeah, I I knew if I'm not going to do this, then I will waste my time for years in university studying something I would not like. Um, or I'm anyways unsure about. And I felt this really strong pull that I want this type of lifestyle, actually, that this blogger had. And so, yeah, and I, back then I explored a few things, like blogging myself. So I was a traveler that kind of failed. I figured out I don't like yeah, blogging so much. And so, but on that journey, I then attended a conference for Nomads, my very first conference. And... I realized how many people were single and solo traveling, just as myself. I was also a single nomad for three years and definitely knew the challenges that you, we can dive into them later a bit more, but I felt like there is a problem that affects many people. And there was not really a solution out there, especially seven years ago. And yeah, that got me, my thoughts going on this conference is what about building a community, just a place where we can all connect and find each other's partners or just friends and see what happens, you know, for singles, just for single nomads. And it took me another three, three months, four months or so to really get that idea off the ground because I was shy. I was afraid of getting myself out there then. And well, but then like, it's like this feeling when you cannot look back, you have mm-hmm. to do it in a way. <laughs> so yeah, that's how it started. That's how the Facebook group got off the ground in the beginning. And I shared that group and some other nomad groups I was already part of. And once again, it was this validation that so many people had the same problem as I had. It was difficult for us to really meet each other. And so there was like 300, 400 people joining in the first week. And then you, oh my God, we have to do something about this. Yeah. Tell us about, so tell us a bit more about Nomad Soulmates. Like what brought it about and kind of what is the mission of the brand? And obviously you have an app now. Woo-hoo. 
Yeah. I like to go home and I can go back to Tell us more. Yeah, so Nomad really has been my personal accelerator as well to Nomad Life. And it's part of my journey, of course, in a big way. And first, it started just as a community and me trying already back then solving the problem. And But I didn't really knew I mean, like, it started, I guess, a few months later. Where it's like, okay, I really want to do this more seriously. I'm making a business of it and help people connect in a meaningful way. And that's when I was like, I'm all in in this. And yeah, so through from the beginning until now, the community really chips in and gives us feedback. And I met all my teammates through the community, Sebastian, Kimberly, volunteers that help us out with all sorts of things to get this app off the ground. So now, <laughs> five years later, <laughs> we have we have an app and it's, I'm really excited about this. Yeah, so, so now people are really able to download the app on the app stores. It's available for Android and Apple. And almost in the entire world, we have a few countries left that we still need to launch and on the phone, they get notifications and can browse by their preferences, etc., which you couldn't really do with a Facebook group. So that was what the group was lacking at. You know, we have amazing profiles, often very detailed profiles and pictures and videos coming in the group. But the downside is that with every new post, the others are pushed down in the mm. timeline. Mm. And so with the app, that wouldn't happen, right? So you would always have your profile being shown to relevant people. That's good. And we want to integrate, I guess, for the future, more events, more also community aspects like meetups, stuff mm. like that. So we'll see. But we always listen closely to what our members are saying and adjust accordingly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we dropped out connection a little bit for a second there. Do you mind just talking a little bit more about how you guys filter people a bit differently because what I like about the app myself I know is um that it, you get to state not only what it is you're looking for but also your nomad status which I think is really great can you explain a little bit more about that yeah so it will that feature will also roll out that you can filter by the type of nomad for example so if you're a fast traveler or less like a slow mat, like myself or expat, you can filter on that. You can also filter on um, age range, preferences, and the type of nomad, for example, if you're a van lifer, your life is maybe very different from someone who flies a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Who hops from country to country or continent to continent. So you might be also interested in looking into different types. Right now, this is not possible to do at the moment, but it will be um, released. So at the moment, you can, on the onboarding, say what type of nomad, I guess, you would consider you are. But later on, this is also be able to, you can filter that out as well. So how is dating different as a nomad, do you think? Because it's something I get asked about. And I suppose there is a slightly different mentality because obviously your lifestyle was a little bit different. But how would you answer that question? It's different and it's not different. I mean, we are all humans still. We're all having the connection always works still the same, I guess. However, I guess we have additional challenges that we know might experience, such as, you know, you're arriving in a country, 
meet someone amazing and then you figure out yeah I only have two weeks left because the other person is about to leave mm-hmm. so that that is the things that some that can happen frequently and people struggling with or very intense but fast lift uh, romantic encounters and it's maybe fun but then when you really want to have a long-term relationship you really need to figure out okay in a very short amount of time do you want to spend your life together or see where this is going change, making change of plans so I guess in a way I think we nomads are very flexible but then we also have so much freedom that we can simply say hi and goodbye very quickly and mm. so so I guess this is something something that yeah that comes in the way or again with the independence and it may seem to meet amazing people but then they seem to be very focused on their work I assume also I mean for myself I know that when I first started remote work that was my focus not necessarily dating and meeting um, a romantic partner Mm -hmm. that came much later that need so I guess it's also where do you meet people that I guess are on your your level so but then I think also you know that we nomads live such an amazing life we often most of us have chosen this life because of a reason and so I I'm a big believer that actually we may be able to have much more meaningful relationships when we find these people, when we do make these uh, connections that we with like-minded people, that we might be able to have much healthier relationships as we used to, because now you might looking for very different things than you used to look for a few years ago. And so, yeah, I am a big believer that because of that self-awareness we may also attract people who are more self-aware and we know I guess more now what we want generally saying so there might be opportunities lying there that we not really see because there's these challenges that come in between and what I see often in the dating worlds for nomads is that they blame the lifestyle for it mm-hmm. but what if the lifestyle was actually a plus and not a minus towards dating I am so like in agreement with everything you said I was like yes do you know what when it the, the difference is you are meeting somebody who already knows what they want to do because they're being nomadic for example or like I think yeah definitely a lot more I'm finding especially at like you know the festivals that we've just been to like Bansko there are so many more people who are doing a lot more inner work and so therefore they kind of have a lot clearer an idea of what it is they're after as well absolutely and then Coupled with the fact that obviously you guys have got events going to actually meet people who are intentionally going after relationships or whatever it is that they want from romance and whatnot, or whatever it is. I think you're so right. It's it, that it, That is the difference. It's a lot more, I guess, intentional, I suppose, as opposed to the traditional kind of dating, I guess. Dare I say, I feel nervous saying it, but yeah, I feel like it's, there's just so much more intention behind it. You're so right. And yeah so therefore when you go to events like yours but whether virtual or in person you know you're there for that reason and it's a lot more yeah I think that's so so true yeah I mean it's it can be a lot more intentional for sure and uh, I guess maybe it's really just about now the question how can we present these people and like you know is there opportunities to 
I guess so that's what we're trying to achieve with the app, right? We're trying to present you directly with the target audience, I guess, with your people, people who ride you away. And I'm aware, I mean, like we talked about the type of nomads, you may look for different things within that digital nomad pool or remote worker pool that I guess all of us share the same mindset, but still have different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. So this is what we're trying to achieve now is with the next step, really, um, with the app. That's so so that's not a question anymore. This is a challenge. It's more like, okay, let me go to this place and explore, see what's out there. Yeah, like, <laughs> definitely. I have to ask, what's your favorite opening liner that you've heard about? Or like a favorite, is there a story you can tell us of like a particularly either really brilliant story that you're like, wow, like what? Or that's just kind of funny that you could share? Not necessarily an open liner, I guess. But the one thing that comes to my mind that someone, and I can't, I actually have to go to the Facebook group to really see it for yourself. There's just a recent guy who was um, creating also like many people, other people profile in the group. And it was hilarious. I think he got 7,000 views on his post. His name is Julio. So if you go to the Facebook group, then just check out Julio's introduction post. This is the perfect mix, I guess, of funny, but really serious, like serious and like whom he's looking for. And just in a very fun, sarcastic, yet beautiful way. I can't impossibly copy what he said or, yeah, I guess it's just, just go there and check for him. It's really cool. Um, but then when you ask for meetups, etc., there's nothing really I can currently recall. But yeah, that's probably one of our funniest and most brilliant introduction posts we've seen. So definitely it's worth checking it out. Yeah, they're going to have to go find that one for sure. But is yeah. It, yeah, it sounds brilliant. But is there anything that, you know, for someone who's new to the game, for example, the Nomad dating game, they turn up to a Nomad Summit's meetup either in person or virtually, and for the first time, and they go, right, okay, how do I talk to somebody? What would you encourage them to be, like, to say, apart from, hi, my name is Han. Have you got any tips for that? (laughs) That's interesting you're saying that because there's many people who are shy, and I totally understand. I mean, to go to an event, so much event, we always get questions. Is it a matchmaking event? who is coming and people really want to go there prepared. Mm. And it's it's absolutely understandable. But what I would almost suggest is to not expect anything out of it mm. because then you are open to make what comes your way. So in general, not just with nomads, but in general, dating comes with so much pressure, unfortunately, where, yeah, you're looking for that person who may match with your values or interests or, you know, People come with, with their own expectations. And that, unfortunately, is often in their own way where it's really just about this, a normal conversation. Really, like, with, if you would meet a stranger and you, you usually don't start with, hey, so do you want to have babies? Um, <laughs> what's your, you know? Like, just like a normal conversation, I would say, uh, where it's about general things, maybe even random things where like where you come from what you know finding I would say like finding common things in the beginning really helps so 
the way our meetups are structured is mostly that we also talking about several topics in groups and then people can chip in with their opinions and so therefore it's not necessarily that two always speak to each other but also in group settings that frees up the that breaks up the ice between all of them and then we would have also and first of all we give them a topic to talk about so it's not necessarily they have to come up with something so we would have topics but we would also give icebreakers so just little hints and ideas what they can talk about but then oftentimes they not even you see people not even using them and starting their own conversation and in general nomads are super cool open people with very interesting lives so it's oftentimes a lot of fun and way too less time for them to have conversations so they often have them after the event in private as well so that's what we see as well that they it's like a connection point, but then conversations often happen as well outside of the event yeah. privately. That's really cool. I can I can imagine that as well, having met sort of mm. groups of people that we've been around. Yeah. I feel like people <laughs> are a lot more open to just conversation in general and like hanging out in general. Whether something comes of mm. it as a relationship or a friendship afterwards, like I feel like yeah, it's a very different vibe for people in general. That's really interesting. Yeah, so I was gonna while you were mentioning this, because of course we're talking about people like as nomads, we tend to have a better idea of what it is we're after. Do you have any advice for people who are kind of maybe kind of wondering how the heck do I figure out what it is I want? I think for me, being single for three years really helped understanding what I want. So the time where most people say, I really want to have a partner now or I'm ready for love. I think it's also maybe a good, I mean, I would almost suggest to switch the path around and say, how about I'm strengthening the relationship with myself right now and see what hobbies do I like, which places do I like to go, what is the work I'm passionate about, you know, basically doing life in the best way possible that suits you. And then you see what would make a good addition to that. It's not always, of course, perfect. Sometimes you have a great connection with someone whose lifestyle mate doesn't fit to you at all. Then you need to think, okay, what is it, again, that I really want? And has this alone time teach me who I am, what I want? Maybe it helps even to write it out. Um, I often like to write, or I used to like to write out what would my perfect day look like and mm-hmm. with whom would I spend it with? What would we do? And so I think this gives a good idea to, I guess, bringing it to the dating world to see who I'd like to connect with. So very similar to what we do with the app that you can, if you're a van liver, most van livers like to connect with other van livers because they already get the lifestyle, they live that life already, they know what it's about. But it doesn't always have to be that way either. So I mean, just to be open to, if there's a connection, are you open to make changes? But will these changes then affect the relationship, I guess, in a positive or negative way in the long term? Will one person downgrade and make compromises to their lives in such a way that it's actually not good for them? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I guess I'm not sure if we all think about it so consciously when we're really in love. But it's, I think, a good idea to when you're single right now to... Yeah, explore and strengthen that relationship with yourself first. That would be my advice. 
I'm so happy you said that because I was like, that's kind of what I've done. <laughs> I was like, right, okay, I'm going to spend some time just with myself and it's going to take as long as it takes until I feel completely comfortable in it, what it is that I want. Because I feel like, especially in kind of just where I was working a nine to five, where I was kind of living a slightly more location dependent lifestyle, I was being told, oh, but like, uh, why aren't you dating? Or like, why don't you want to have babies? Don't you want to get married? Don't you want to buy a house? Which is all completely valuable, obviously. But I remember kind of thinking, but something's not resonating with me here. Like these are milestones that have been set out by our wider community. But what is it that I really want? And I know that for myself, it has been so incredibly valuable. It's scary as, don't get me wrong. But I feel like once you have such a good, you're, you're so right, once you start having that strong dialogue with yourself, you can then go, right, yes, this is what I'm after, no matter what that looks like. And I feel like yeah. you can come from such a much more empowered place with it for yourself. So I'm so happy you said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I experienced the same. So what can we expect from Nomad Summit next? So obviously our number one goal is to bring as many people together as possible. <laughs> So that's uh, we're on with the Facebook group. We have already done that quite successfully, but since we have now freshly the app launched, that is our main focus. And just yesterday, actually, I got and it was really cool. I got a message from someone, an icebreaker, so from a person who said, "Hey, by the way, today I'll be meeting uh, someone I matched with on the app. I fly to I think it was Colorado. Yeah. Anyways." Not so important where they went, but it was really cool to see. Awesome. The app hasn't even launched like a month yet or so. And people already meeting each other. So that oh, makes fun. me super happy and new. Yes. And so now the goal is to make, we have to still make some changes to onboarding and from the Bansko Nomad Fest, which is where we launched publicly for the first time. We got so much feedback, valuable feedback that we now have to implement and see how can we, yeah, I guess implement, but also make sure that it works with what we've already built as well. We got lots of ideas for upcoming features. And so there's a lot more that is going on in the background right now, which we have to do. But yeah, app is currently the main focus and to bring that into people's hands in the next couple of months and years exciting stuff yeah and Ken obviously um, I was on one of your virtual events last year can we expect any more virtual meetups yeah I'm very excited about the event and we had to stop them honestly because of this launch period which was very intense but now we have freed up time again <laughs> so definitely going to do some live mostly live online meetups again mm-hmm. um and then People can already see this in the app. We have created out at the moment. There's meetups coming as well as group chats. So let's see. Hopefully we can already, we have to be, we have everything kind of ready for that feature, but we still need to figure out how to maintain that feature well because we want to have meetups as much as possible and as soon as possible, but they have to be managed. So we need to figure out the next step for meetups and um yeah until then we still do our online virtual meetups in the facebook group for sure that's awesome i was just wondering if anybody thought i want to organize a meetup for you guys like with is that something that people can get involved in or pitch to you definitely yeah yeah, yeah absolutely let me know so you can reach out to me via email i think that's best aline at 
my soulmates.com and pitch your meetup idea for sure. Yeah, absolutely. We're looking for inspiration, how we can empower the people to create meetups as well. So not just from our side, but that's, yeah, it's uh, hopefully other people who are chipping in with their ideas and making this from the community for the community. Awesome. Amazing. Okay, one final question for me. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Yeah. Home is where? <laughs> blank is? The hardest. <laughs> I think this is always mine. That makes sense for, for like what you do, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> That's brilliant. I mean, thank you so much for being on the Right Life <laughs> podcast. It has been great to chat. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Remote Life. And thank you, Lene, for taking the time to speak with us. You can find links to Nomad Soulmates below. Thank you so much again for listening, and we can't wait to remote work with you again soon.